because it's fun. It's fun to do bad things. 24-7 Comedy Radio. I want to do horror stuff with my friend. Step out of that shit like a homeless man trying to change his life. We do it so fresh. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Click the Amazon link on SeanTGreen.com to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Silver Lake, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone. Welcome to the Green Room. We're doing it live here on SeanTGreen.com in the beautiful Silver Lake Studios. As always, the program is presented by Amazon. Thank you guys for uh, all the click-throughs and uh, all the sales on Amazon. It's easy. I know you're thinking Amazon. I go to Amazon.com. Wrong. You go to SeanTGreen.com. Click the Amazon link. You can actually bookmark that Amazon link so you don't have to go through it every time. And, uh, you know, get a little cut of uh, whatever you're buying. It's uh, good for the goose, good for the gander. Speaking of gander, why don't you guys gander over to 247comedy.com. They present the podcast. And, uh, yeah, get the iHeartRadio app. I know you can get it on your uh, cell phone. They're actually one of the top stations on there. They have a streaming stand-up comedy 24-7, as would be the case. And also, if you're in the – they also have some uh, radio affiliates, Grand Rapids, 1410, 1027 in Austin, 1025 in Kansas City, and Funny, 850 in Norfolk, and uh, plenty more. Good times all around, all right? I'd like to welcome on my left-hand man, Mr. Logan Lysico. Hey, soul sister. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I also got to – we'll get to you, Logan, here in a second. I'd like to welcome on our guest, longtime pal, Comedy Garage, um, yeah, co-founder, along with myself, Cornell Reed. What's happening, man? Not much, man. I uh, was wondering, I was like, oh, Logan's been doing this intro for so long. No way he's going to screw it up again. <laughs> and right when I finished that th- thought in my head, Don Chico! <laughs> <laughs> Logan, Logan really is the uh, the gift that keeps on giving. He is the giving tree of unintentional <laughs> Why don't you have that thought in the first place? Have I fucked up every time you've been on? I felt like last time you definitely fucked it up and I laughed at you. And I was waiting well, for the it, moment to laugh it's, at you. It's, it's a lot of pressure for Logan. I feel like uh, when you come into the studio, he feels the need to impress you. Yeah. So he wants to do it really well. Cornell's yeah. so cool. <laughs> and he ends up uh, blowing it. We all know I was gunning for Logan's job at one time, but right. Logan, oh yeah, that's what it was. Those I days think, are over, man. Yeah, you filled in for uh, Logan a while back. You did a haiku. A lot of people are saying it was possibly the best haiku heard on the Green Room podcast. It may be over, but the scars are still there. <laughs> I can't, you know, I, the I start was, to stutter. I get nervous. The best was, uh, you know. Logan called in to talk shit on your haiku and then listened to it and was like, actually, that's a pretty good haiku. <laughs> but that, that's well, I just kinda... called back and said, fuck you, and then hung up. And then Sean said he hung up on me, and I was like, no, I had the last word, dude. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, maybe that speaks for, uh, you know, Logan's gift of haikus. Like, he, he respects the art form of haikus that much that uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't hate on a good haiku. He, he's... Yeah, once I realized Logan was the bigger man and was able to admit that my haiku was good, I was like, this this is the good guy. He's the guy for the Haikus job. Haikus are right about now. honor, Cornell, and you just got to be honest with yourself <laughs> and honest with others. I like the insight into haiku. It is great when uh, the moments in the show will happen where I know Logan, you know, I see him like scribbling away some notes and thinking like, oh, man, I wonder what the haiku is going to come in. And then he doesn't end up using it. He ends up using something else. But it's, uh, you know, he's got his Are little... you ever disappointed? You see something I should use and uh, like, oh. No. Am I just dis- no in your haiku ability? No, never. Um oh, no, I like how you got the uh you, you had the five seven five little reminder there. Yeah. <laughs> Logan writes down five seven five on a sheet, getting the haiku ready. <laughs> yeah. Logan Logan uh I've been Logan- doing that for like a year or something. I don't know if anyone ever notices that. Well I'm yeah, sure it's, you must it's a it, podcast, right? so most people don't notice and most people who come on I mean, the podcast yes. are surprised when right. you do a haiku. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know uh, people obviously can't see Logan too much, but he is scribbling down words furiously the whole time. He <laughs> loves writing. He's kind of like a Mark Twain type. Just yeah. Pages upon pages. <laughs> 15 minutes, he's written 27 pages. It's remarkable. I don't, I don't know how he does it. He's an artist in the truest sense of the word. And um, art, <laughs> speaking of uh, art, Logan and his art, 
he uh, came up to me earlier today, uh, right before we went on the air, and he's like, hey, I got some other <laughs> – Logan has the entire time we've done the podcast. He has not pitched a bit once. But he came in <laughs> He came in with a bit, and I was like, all right, L-Dog's showing him some initiative. I applaud that. And uh, Logan, take it away, man. What's your, what's your uh, bit here? Well, I try to say a different hello every time, and I came across this list that only could come about on the internet. <laughs> Of different ways to say hello. <laughs> yeah. I love I love how you research things to say hello. Bizarre. Yeah, well it was like a this one was a one hundred ways to say hello and I'm and it looks like basically people submitted them, you know, hi, hey, hello, yo, you know, all the basic ones, one right. through ten. Right. <laughs> then you get down number eighteen, Kennedy Tower. JetBlue six three one is on the visual for two one left. What? What? That's a way to say hello to someone. <laughs> no According to what? And I made number 18. <laughs> who's writing? Now, Logan, who's writing this list? Well, you know, a 13-year-old girl, but here, listen to this one. <laughs> he's, got, he's got notes. A 13-year-old girl with, like, a really good knowledge of, of like, flight path to <laughs> yeah, talk. She's, and... Yeah, she's 13 years old. She's also taking classes part-time and air, air traffic control. Right. <laughs> Imagine lo- saying this to someone. Oh, hey, how's it going, Logan? Do you think you exist, or could you possibly just be dreaming? <laughs> I can see you saying that. Yes. No, that is actually that is probably something Logan that says all the time. Yeah. Do you guys think we really exist? I think you said that too, Sean. We've all said that to each other. Right, at times, hanging around the hookah. You start questioning your existence. All right, Logan, keep going, man. I feel like you got some momentum here. Yeah, this well this guy is. this guy got the assignment wrong and he just this is just a saying. Wait, assignment <laughs> or whatever. He's number ninety seven. Boy, we're getting money like we've just found oil. That's not a way to say hello, Logan. (laughs) (laughs) These are just bizarre phrases. Yay, another person. Uh, Is that another way to say hello? Yep. Okay, any other other gems? You a member of the FBI? Suspicious squint. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, is is that action or is that something you actually say? You have to say that. Oh, okay. Uh, the really creep people out. These are like uh, direct opposites of pickup lines. Right, right. All right, Logan, one more. It's like ways to say hello if you never want to make a friend what? with said person. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to if freak people out. Person. One more. One more, Logan. Actually, what do we got? Can I do one more small one and then, a, and then the finale? No. No, yeah, sure. <laughs> We're already invested in this You bit, might so. want to reevaluate your choice in clothing. Someone comes up to you and says hi. You say that to them? <laughs> All right. Number 55. Uh, well, it's Fashion Week. It's topical. This is the finale, though. Okay. Drum roll. We're supposed to say this. This is more of a monologue than hello. <laughs> <laughs> the seven things I hate about you. You stink. You're a bitch. You never call me. You poison my food. You trip me up. You push me into walls. And the seventh thing I hate the most about you, you're my best friend, so I love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Logan. Now, where did this website come from? Wow. Uh, I looked up uh, funny things, funny, funny ways to say hello, and <laughs> this list came up on Facebook. Okay, so, so this is some girl's Facebook ways. posting, or is this? Yeah, it's got to be, but it's it's like its own thing, though, and it's like the number one hit on there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought well, it was funny. I've, I search that every week, and it's a new thing that popped up. And... Well, we getting money like we just struck oil to you, Logan, <laughs> and we getting money like we just struck oil to you, Sean. Yes. You know all what? right. Now we can. Now we can get the. Uh, now we can get the podcast started. <laughs> All right, good times. Uh, so, Cornell, what's new with you, man? I know you guys, uh, you're involved in the competition, a web series with uh, Paul Danke, Adam Jacobs. You guys have funny competitions. Um, yeah, man. How's that been going? They're going great, man. I mean, almost 200 views per week. Wow. Um, Those are huge numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Off the charts. Yeah, I know. And um, that is uh, just, I think, mostly Adam's family. But um, we're slowly branching <laughs> now are they, out. Now are they watching as fans or out of concern for Adam? <laughs> <laughs> watching him devolve. <laughs> Check out, check out Adam Jacobs on the competition. I, I think um, we've had him on the program before, but I, I think the visual is, uh, you know, some something to be seen. To be fair, I think we're getting a lot more views um, in prison. But since it's all one IP address, you can't. Tell oh, okay, how many that's what it is. Right. Or you know, or it's uh, maybe possibly library. A lot of that. A lot of bums uh, <laughs> checking on. Well, I remember yeah. you guys telling me that 
gay guys liked Adam and thought he was a bear. And then uh, you told me that, and like a week later, you guys did an all shirtless episode at the beach. <laughs> yeah, where you guys were rubbing oil on each other, <laughs> really trying to capitalize on that audience. Definitely give the fans what they want. Yeah, I did definitely. Uh, Adam definitely has some bear tendencies. Like, a, guy. like Pooh Bear. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, adorable. Always getting his uh, head caught in honey jars. You know, typical, <laughs> typical uh, fat guy shenanigans. All right, so the competition—that's uh, going gangbusters. What else is? Uh, what else has been happening in the comedy world? Um. Well, let's see. Um, Stand has been going all right. Oh, we're we're putting together a uh, festival in Humboldt. Oh this yes. Summer. Yeah. Now yeah. we just uh you just had me up there hanging out with the uh the family yeah. and some of the uh the NorCal the NorCal culture up there. Now for those who aren't familiar with uh NorCal, there's there's San Francisco and then four or five hours north of that is Humboldt County. You fill fill people in on the lifestyle of Humboldt County, Cornell. Um yeah, well first off in Humboldt, uh San Francisco's not part of NorCal. That's central California. Yes. Right? If you look at a map. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the culture up there is um, a lot of white dudes with dreads, a lot of Birkenstocks, <laughs> um, definitely a lot of like like organic farming going on. Um, there's a lot of people there who don't have uh, jobs and don't want jobs and <laughs> just want to sit on the street and just kind of chill and smoke crack or meth or whatever comes yep. their way. Um, Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dream catchers are huge there. <laughs> dream catcher sales have peaked. Um, I've been a humble. lot of wood carvings. I, I noticed. Oh yeah, wood carvings are big because I guess uh, the redwood forest. That's kind of the main. That's like oh, I guess you would say what the main kind of tourist attraction, right? And, definitely. And imagine it started as a logging town back in the day, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely did. NorCal hanging up there. We uh, we stayed over at your. Um, your mom and your stepdad's place. It was a lot of, lot of, lot of fun. Your stepdad's a real character, Steve. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. Describe, describe Steve, because I feel like you can, you could do a solid paragraph on Steve, and you could, you totally understand this guy. <laughs> uh, well, he's 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 the nicest guy in the world. Just the sweetest guy. All he wants to do is spoil me and any of my friends that come over. Um, he went to Chico State back in the seventies, uh, which is a big party school. And so he's all about the party lifestyle, you know? He, um, um, Chico State sounds like a party school. Oh, it yeah. fictional. That's where uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company is. And so they get, like, you know, a bunch of beer there and all types of chicks go there and yep. get naked. You know? Yeah, you had – I think Logan just heard chick and Chico and just like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, Steve's the type of guy you, you – if you come to my house, he's going to make us um, – Get directly into the hot tub, uh, and then give us shots of tequila until we like Steve. Seriously, we don't want any more shots, and then he'll bring us like three more shots. Yeah, it is. It is funny. He's like, guys, get in the hot tub. Get in the hot tub. You're like, all right, Steve, I'll, I'll get in the hot tub, and you're hanging out in the hot tub, and you just shot of tequila comes out, a couple trays. You're like, who am I to turn down this tequila shots? And then, yeah, just doing tequila shots in a hot tub with some uh, other dudes hanging out in Northern California. <laughs> Nothing homoerotic about it. Just aggressive, relaxing. I forget who coined that term. It might have been uh, our buddy Paul uh, Danky, but yeah, just aggressive, relaxing. I think is a good way to describe Steve. Yeah, yeah. I think there was someone. Someone was saying, I don't know who it was, but they're like, if you want to replicate the effect of heroin, you take a bunch of shots of tequila and get into a hot tub. Yeah, someone. Uh, I think we were talking about. It might have been somehow. I think. Um, Travolta said he heard that when he was doing research for the movie Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's it. He yeah. was saying that he heard that from a heroin addicts that basically, you know, you do four or five shots of tequila and get in a hot tub and kind of, I guess that feeling of being real messed up and then that warm feeling all over. Yeah. But for me, I guess I would explain why a lot of people throw up because <laughs> <laughs> off of heroin and doing five shots of tequila. <laughs> and it is, it, you do get lightheaded just from like two or three shots spread out over an hour. Yeah, Steve, Steve loosens you up. But then just hanging in the hot tub for a while, you get the blood pressure up or whatever it is and you feel a little bit of lightheadedness. Yeah, me and Green were like two Ray Charles in that hot tub. <laughs> exactly. It was all heroined out. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a couple ones came back to LA, had to get on some hot tub tequila methadone. You don't, basically, I take a warm shower and do a shot of cough syrup, and it calms the shakes, but it's not the same. 
so yeah, you guys, uh, Henry or uh, Savage Henry, the uh, comedy sign up there, they promoted the show, and I guess they're also involved with you. Uh, you write for the magazine, some some hilarious articles in there, right. and uh, they're presenting, a, they're doing a comedy <clears throat> festival, right? It's comedy yeah. and music. Comedy and music, yeah, exactly. It's called the um, Savage Henry Independent Times and Giggles Festival. So the initials is shits and giggles. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we got it at an Indian casino. We got a whole, like a big budget booking a bunch of my, my buddies, you know, green's wow. going to be up there. Yep. L dog. You guys could do a podcast up there. Yeah. If you want yeah. To. Yeah. We were talking to, uh, one of the guys, I think it might have been uh, Dr. Foxmeat. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a guy named Dr. Foxmeat, <laughs> oh, yeah. and just the whole uh, the 10-hour ride trip up, Paul was like, kept throwing this guy's name out, Dr. Foxmeat. And I'm like, is this guy really pulling off Dr. Foxmeat? Because <laughs> when you hear a guy named Dr. Foxmeat, you're like, oh, this just sounds like a guy who's trying too hard and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you meet him, and you're like... It's hard to imagine him being called anything else. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I feel like I started to ask about it, but then it was almost like I didn't want to know. You know, it was just better that this guy, Dr. Foxmeat, had this name, Dr. Foxmeat, and that, that's all I wanted yeah, to know. It was yeah. great. He's got two braided pigtails, like, down to, like, <laughs> his, his boobs about, and then he has a giant beard that goes down past, like, almost to his, his belly button that he keeps ponytailed, like, right at the very end of it. Wow. And he wears glasses and a headband at all times. Yep. And I'm going to meet this guy. And he's he doesn't disappoint. No. A really nice fellow, of course, as you'd expect. So yeah. MD or PhD? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it almost sounds like a name I feel like I would use back in like eighth grade when I would go on and try to like meet chicks online in chat rooms. <laughs> right. yeah, Say hello to Dr. Fox me. I'm a doctor, I'm a fox, and I got big ass meat. <laughs> Chicks are like, what's that's creepy. ASL ladies, ASL. ASL. A little, uh, little uh, chat humor for you guys there. <laughs> Good times, Cornell. Let's see. All right. Well, uh, what's been going on in our world? Of course, the Super Bowl. We had a uh, we had a big uh, Super Bowl party over at our place. I enjoyed the Super Bowl very much, even though the New York Giants ended up winning, and I uh, had the Patriots laying two and a half points. You can hear a full Super Bowl gambling podcast recap, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But the party itself was always a good time. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like there's a well, – first off, I got a, uh automatic grill cleaning brush. My, I think I got it – it was one of these gift exchange <laughs> things or whatever for Christmas. And I just – I, I don't know. Like I, I, once I get my mind stuck on something, I just keep thinking about it. So right. like it, my Saturday, I wouldn't say would, was ruined, but all I could think about was getting the wings, marinating the wings, making sure I got batteries for the automatic grill brush. And then I go, I get the batteries. I get the wrong size batteries, so I got to make another trip oh, down there. A lot of, just a lot of tension. Like I, hey, I don't were know. Were they what, double A's by chance? No, they were uh, – they were actually C batteries. This thing takes up four C batteries. What? Yes. Oh it is. God. Here's what it is. <laughs> Generations from now, when they're like, what is clogging up these landfills? They will find these batteries and go, wait, you couldn't have just, you couldn't have just brushed it with your – in all actuality, to be honest, just a regular scrubbing grill, uh, grill brush does the trick. But somehow having the automatic one where they, the, they spin automatically with a button and it makes a cool noise just makes it that much more enjoyable. <laughs> I made a little YouTube video. You guys can check it out, youtube.com slash Sean T. Green. Encorded the, or, uh, I uh, edited it together and uh, included, the, <laughs> included the Fox theme music. That I, do, 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 do. And uh, um. just got really jacked up. Got... Um, yeah, had a, had a few cocktails at the Super Bowl party. Oh, yeah. Believe I might have been overserved. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was just. I just love like especially. It's so great uh, in Super Bowl parties. I think part of why I like the Super Bowl is exposing football Sunday and like the lifestyle of football to people that don't normally watch football because you get a lot of girls or especially in LA people that are more into like art or music or film so they're not really that into sports or whatever right. but hey the Super Bowl is kind of like it's turned into a cultural event which I love and uh, yeah I just like yeah this is it <laughs> just like shaking people randomly and just I get so <laughs> excited I can't help it and just the idea of like yeah we do this every Sunday just eat meats and just like drink and just yell at stuff and yeah, yeah it's everything i enjoy about the super bowl i feel like every super bowl i'm always like i'm like drunk and so full 
and the game's like two hours from even starting yet. Like that, yes. yeah, that happened this time too. It's, yeah. a, it's almost like they, it's almost like a second Thanksgiving. I feel like in the same sense yeah. where I just get so much dips and chips and appetizers. I feel like I I just I get too excited. It's like a Definitely. kid in a candy store, and I don't save room for. I don't know, candy dinner. That's not a good analogy. <laughs> you just get you just get overwhelmed. There's too much ch- fried food, and and then even the ne- and, and in the same way, like I'm surviving off Thanksgiving for a week. I've been just there's a whole tray of seven layer dips still in the fridge. Awesome. And what is this like six seven days later? Yeah. And I'm still just like for breakfast. I'm like I'm looking around. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I, oh, I don't want to see this go to waste. I just have like <laughs> three scoops of seven layer dip. <laughs> You know. Just throw in some eggs in, make a little seven-layer dip scramble. I I thought about doing that, but I, I got my eggs out, and uh, someone had left – I think it was me. Someone had put the bl- bottle of blue cheese dressing on top of the eggs, and somehow like the condensation came out, and they, the eggs got freezer burned. It was uh, it was not a great situation. It was kind of bummed Weird. out. So I just went back to eating the seven-layer yeah. dip and tried to put it behind me. <laughs> Probably best. I mean you're just adding more cholesterol with eggs. Yep. And uh, – <laughs> Yeah, man, it was uh, Super Bowl's always uh, it's always a good time. We were watching. Uh, let's see here. We were uh, we were also watching the uh, night before Saturday night. We were hanging out and um, we were watching the Directv Beach Bowl. Oh yeah, dude. The Directv Beach Bowl. It's they uh, basically <laughs> it's like a ripped off Rock and Jack, where you yeah. know, they get some celebrities, a couple hot chicks. Couple celebrities you don't hear of, some ex jacks. Have them play a big game, but the the, uh, the gimmick here is that they play in the sand, and it's like flag football. Good times. Anyway, uh, Snoop Dogg is a uh, is a uh, is a big football fan, and he was here, and uh, he was talking some smack early on, saying you know, hey, uh, no one can guard him, this and that. Anyway, he ends up scoring a touchdown. And uh, he decides to celebrate. He goes into the end zone. He <laughs> he does a special dance, right? Now, now the video the video is funny, but I, I'm playing the audio as well because they don't they don't describe it. But just hearing the uh, announcer's reaction is pretty great. Basically, he takes the ball, lays it down as if the ball was a woman. Then gets down on his knees, a la doggy style, and and air humps this football. And uh, it was it was amazing. Deion Sanders runs over. And start shaking his hand like no no no. Directv, Directv clearly was not expecting to put in like a thirty second delay for for this kind of shenanigans. Uh, it was great, but it, it you could just hear the audience, uh, the people's reaction to it is uh, is kind of funny. These announcers, who the the color guys didn't do a, a great job describing it. Uh, maybe they just found it too uh, too absurd, too lewd. It's almost funnier just hearing the audio. I mean, the vi- the the video is pretty strong. I'll put a link in the um, I'll put a link in the the show recap on on the on the website so you guys can click on it. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty enjoyable. I, I you know, there's a lot of shenanigans associated with the Super Bowl, and uh, that's just what makes it that much better. It's what's weird about that though is like. Is like that's not it wasn't that vulgar. You would see that on TV any day of the week, someone humping some inanimate object. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, I mean but, you you yeah, put on a on a BET comedy jam and there's guys humping oh, humping yeah. stools left yeah. and right doing stand up comedy shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, the best though was uh Joe Buck, how angry he got at Randy Moss when Randy Moss uh, ended up mooning the crowd in the uh, Vikings Packers game. Not even game. mooning, but it wasn't a real mooning. Yeah, that was that was the crazy part. He uh, he basically air mooned it. He made the gesture as if he was pulling down his pants, and people were in an uproar. <laughs> Joe Buck was just losing his mind on air. Oh, it was so great. Yeah. Uh- this is despicable. <laughs> Why would any human being resort to that? <laughs> it's like, it's so- they just get so angry at, at <laughs> a guy celebrating or having a sense of humor. Just uh, relax. Sports is all about discipline, guys. Yeah, which clearly Randy Moss doesn't have at all. Yep. Randy Moss is great. I mean, just because... 
You got you got to love Randy Moss for uh, what well, he had, he got fined ten thousand dollars. It might have been for that celebration. I'm not sure. And he paid in cash. He just dropped off a giant bag That's of right. cash. It's badass, man. That's, That's badass. So badass. <laughs> All right, here's a little bit more uh, more stuff from the from the Super Bowl. Uh, this is uh, at the New York Giants parade where they're uh, you know they send the news crew out. They got a bunch of drunk idiots. You know, drunk idiots because they're Giants fans, and they're uh, you know they're interviewing. They found a couple hot chicks, so th- of course they're going to talk to them about the Super Bowl. And right. uh, here you go. It's halftime. Uh, that was the wrong one. That's all right, girl. Now, Logan, Sanchez. Yes. Logan, do you know why that's funny? Putting uh, you on the spot here. No. <laughs> all right. Well, Mark Sanchez is the New York Jets quarterback, and the New York Giants won. So oh, okay. if, you're, if you're into sports at all, it's, uh, it's pretty hilarious. She that. probably meant Victor Cruz. She was just thinking of some Latino name. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, one of those, one of those uh, Spanish fellas. Uh, they're, they're big, right? <laughs> she sounded immediately like every girl I hate. Just like yes. it's, the clip started off with, what? <laughs> oh my god I know it's one of those things you want to get chicks into sports and have them be fans and then that's great but then when they don't know that <laughs> when they don't know this stuff then it's just like oh this is worse I would have wish you just stayed home instead of come to the parade really? I stay out of it <laughs> that's why Logan doesn't go to yeah same way, yeah, same just, way with Logan I'd rather not pretend to be in, I, yeah that kind of gets on my nerves too when people pretend to be into it and it's like oh you watch it the same amount I do, which is never. Well, you don't have to pretend to be into it. You can just sit there and watch. You know, ask questions if you have them. You don't have sure. to be like, oh, yeah, he's great. He always scores touchdowns. It's yeah. like the field goal kicker exactly. or something like that. Uh, good times. Good times <laughs> at the Super Bowl. You know, we should, have a, uh, we should have a Super Bowl out here in Los Angeles and play it on the beach. Yeah. Or can we? This is, uh, man, I have not seen a... Maybe I'm just biased because I enjoy football, but I have not seen a uh, article get passed around this swiftly on Facebook. This is just burning up social media circles left and right. It's a great example of the out-of-control government in Los Angeles and in California in general. This is a uh, new regulation approved by the beautiful county of Los Angeles. And for total peace of mind, we'll provide you with a free vehicle history report at CarMax.com. Now more than ever, this is CarMax, the way car buying should be. Throw a football or a frisbee at an L.A. County beach and you could be fined $1,000. The County Board of Supervisors today raised fines for illegal beach activity. Yeah, it is against the law to throw footballs or frisbees on the sand in summer when the beaches are crowded. And now sheriff's deputies are being told to start enforcing the rule. But in winter, supervisors decided they will not enforce the restrictions on the beach. That's such bull. How are the celebrities supposed to practice for the beach bowl? You know exactly. I mean? the they heck? can't have a beach bowl in Los Angeles anymore because we've created $1,000. $1,000 fine. That means – how is this not a violation of the Constitution? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean that, isn't, that, isn't that a fundamental part of the Constitution, having just punishment? I forget the exact amendment, but um, you, know, you can't have crazy penalties for, for – all right, $1,000, to put that in perspective, if you're living here in Los Angeles or in the state of California, $8 an hour is the minimum wage. So let's say you're a guy making $8 an hour. That means you would have to work essentially for a month. They're going to take taxes out just to pay for throwing a football. And they say throwing a football as well as throwing a Frisbee and holes deeper than 18 inches. I guess, what? I guess, I guess sandcastles are a huge problem. And all right, what's the <laughs> – what is the what is the issue here? Safety, safety issues. Cornell, you've lived on this planet what twenty seven years, right? Right. Have you ever known anyone who 
got their head uh, exploded by a football on the beach in air and football. And secondly, do you know how this is going to affect my social life? All right, this is one of the greatest. <laughs> this is one of the greatest pickup moves of all time: overthrowing your friend and have it landing next to some girls. Although sometimes it gets really you overthrow it too much right. and it almost hits the chicks. Right. So then it's not a good icebreaker. But you <laughs> right. run over. You're like, oh yeah, I guess this is. Hey, you want to play this uh, football thing? Yeah. Frisbee. Frisbee! A, a frisbee yeah, is insane! Mind. It's ridiculous. I mean, one time I was throwing a, a football with a friend and we almost hit a pregnant lady. And that was bad. But we didn't hit her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you I... guys both named examples of yourselves hitting. hitting <laughs> but people. still, a football to a pregnant lady is probably not But does that der- deserve a $1,000 fine? Hitting no. someone with a ball? Well, no, what I about- also like how they're saying, well, in the winter, they're not going to enforce it. So it's almost like, do it at your own risk. What's this lady saying? You could get a $1,000 fine, but... Well, they're not going to enforce it, Logan. All right. <laughs> in the winter, they... See, here's how it works. In the winter, the sheriffs... Sheriffs, not lifeguard. Uh, right. Okay, find a lifeguard. Hey, enough uh, tomfoolery. Yeah. Enough horseplay. Okay, fine. If someone's being... A, it, Okay, sheriffs, Sh- sheriffs, guys who should be the, the city of. All right, here's 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 my priority as as someone who lives in Los Angeles and occasionally pays taxes when I have work. Uh, here's the thing: let's clean up all the toilets that people seem to just be littering around my neighborhood. Let's spend the money on that first. Let's just have sheriffs drive around throwing toilets. That is a better use of time. Oh, yeah. hey, uh, hey! why don't we have sheriffs or uh, – yeah, sheriffs. Why don't we have them go undercover at Miramonte uh, School District and try to, b- to bust these uh, pedophile people? Like there's so much better use of the time. I just think no football or frisbee. We're just going to have to get really into baseball on the beach now. <laughs> well, you know what it is. It's probably Mayor Vila Grossa trying to appeal to the Latino community once again. No mention of soccer balls, all right? Soccer yeah. balls can catch some nice air, okay? And heading is a natural part of the soccer. It's not a part of American football. It's a part of soccer, okay? Bice- you guys could be c- pulling off crazy bicycle kicks left and right. You think, <laughs> I-, I could probably get kicked in the face, all right? And I'm going to break my neck, and I'm going to sue the city of Los Angeles. That is so... How did this meeting go? Let's... All right. Um, uh, oh, the dog looked over when I banged on the table. Um, <laughs> let's bring together this uh, Los Angeles County Museum, or Los Angeles County meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I, you clearly have no idea how this meeting <laughs> Chairman. I know my politics. Um, first order of business, okay? Uh, should we raise this... Uh, Fine for illegal frisbee and football throwing. Like, wait, is that illegal? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's illegal. <laughs> but currently, the fine is uh, one dollar. Oh, let's raise that up to a thousand dollars. All right, meeting adjourned. <laughs> What's? Was there any reasoning behind it? Yeah, they, I don't know. Well, who's complaining about that. Yes, I, I could only imagine safety. Right. That's well, a- I think they said they're raising the fine for illegal beach activity. So maybe it's – but frisbeeing and footballing are included in uh, illegal beach activity. Maybe it was unintentional you're saying. Here's the thing. I'm not a Ron Paul supporter, but if he could take care of stuff like this, this is the greatest example of government being out of control. All right, fine. Homeland Security and all that other stuff. Yeah, there's a ton of waste of bureaucracy, but this takes the cake. Right. So if we bring a gun to a beach or a football, same fine? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, drinking, throwing beer bottles. Oh, that's about the same. Yeah. 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 Don't if throw you, a frisbee. If you've been to Venice Beach, there's a guy, there's always a guy walking up and down Venice Beach with a boa constrictor around his neck. What is more likely to come? In a public place. Yeah. You know what boa constrictors do? They strangle their prey. You know what footballs do? Provide joy and amusement to people of all ages. Why, why is the snake guy allowed to have – why is he allowed to be on the beach? For, I don't understand that to begin with. But how, is, how are we getting rid of Frisbees? For, okay, football. Fine. Take football. I'm too, I'm too passionate about football to have a rational opinion on it. But Frisbees. <laughs> I hit it's my. Part, it's a staple of the beach. Do I you hit my. To your dog or to your buddy? Yeah. Oh, dog. Or girl. What do you think we live in America, Logan? You can just bring a dog to the beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh, dude! Oh shit! I forgot that. We lost those freedoms activity. years ago. Yeah. 
It's like one of those, uh, you know, they had that, I, I forget who said it, but it's a, that famous quote about the Holocaust, like, oh, they came for the Polish, but I didn't say anything because they can't, you know, I wasn't Polish. Then they came for the French. I didn't say anything. I wasn't French. Then they came for the Jews, and I didn't say anything because I wasn't Jewish. And then they came for me, and there was no one to, to stick up for me. And, and I feel like, uh, you know, obviously it's a stretch, uh, but kind of. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a personal Holocaust, Cornell. But the idea is first, what they start off with? Oh, no dogs on the beach. At the time I didn't own a dog, I didn't care. Oh, no smoking on the beach. I'm not a smoker. It's not a big deal. Right. And now the frisbees and footballs, but there's no the one Jews. there to support me. They're the Jews of this. City. <laughs> <laughs> Jewish people are known for great frisbeeing, sandcastling. Maybe the L.A. police are just really short on frisbees and footballs are trying to stop <laughs> yes <up>. exactly yeah. <laughs> uh guys we're totally gonna have to take that there's probably con- yeah they just confiscate that in your pot and smoke it and <laughs> yeah. back to the have a barbecue Dude, yeah. They, yeah they probably just have this awesome place for like rollerblades and guys just dunking on stuff and yeah, yeah. illegal dog fighting rings and just everything cool that you want to have they just take and use for themselves the cops are gonna have like snipers now taking out frisbees and, and footballs. <laughs> I got the shot! I got the shot! I'm actually. I think I'm gonna go down there this weekend and maybe like film a video or something and just. I. Okay, like what's the worst case scenario? Stuart Scott. You know, he, he got hit in the head with the football. Okay, fine. <laughs> I can see a Stuart Scott situation where right after that there's some par- there's some paranoia, people are worried. But that came from that came from a jugs machine. Those machines that shoot balls out really fast. Right. Show me one person on the beach that can throw a spiral, first off. And then secondly, that it would be five miles an hour. I I want to find an NFL quarterback. If there are any NFL quarterbacks listening to the podcast, I know you guys are big fans. If you can find me one, even a Ryan Leaf, uh, I don't know, any one of those. Todd, I don't know. Leinart. Yeah, exactly. Matt Leinart, he's probably – he's really bummed. He wants to – uh, that was probably his gig, just hanging out, doing beer bongs in the ocean, the whipping spirals. <laughs> That's probably why they did this, because Matt, Jamarcus Russell probably took some cough syrup. He was high out of his mind. He was just hitting babies left and right with footballs. And they, the city of uh, Los Angeles had to decide to act on it. But even if you get hit in the face like Stuart Scott, if you can still say booyah, you're good. You know what <laughs> It's I mean? helped his career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, you want to talk about uh, – you want to talk about um, – social media kind of going too far or or just kind of getting into weird places i guess someone tweeted Stuart scott if you don't know the story Stuart scott espn anchor he's got like this lazy kind of crazy it's an odd looking eye and yeah. he was on assignment he was like doing a hey i'm uh, i'm doing training camp with some team they were firing balls uh through that machine it, it bounced off his hand hit him in the eye messed up his eye he's got a weird looking eye he wears glasses it's not it's not a huge deal, but he's on. He's on uh, leading up to the Super Bowl, and he goes. Uh, he reads off this guy's Twitter handle, like at jtib three eighty said, Stuart Scott. All you guys have been talking about is Peyton Manning this week, leading up to the Super Bowl. Don't you realize it's the Giants versus the Patriots, or can't you see straight? And then he goes, "Oh, I can see straight. All right, you're the one who can't see that this guy's all like." It was, I mean, yeah. What the guy tweeted was, first off, it was just like a uh, really bad Stuart Scott joke, and I realized I probably just made a few here, but it wasn't a great joke. But just. It's, it's so though. weird. To, the guy is using Sports Center. Uh, what, like twenty million people who, uh, a night watch Sports Center right. to, to take out one vendetta versus this one guy? And I spent all night trying to find his Twitter handle and and was gonna like follow him and favorite his tweets and retweet right, him and like right. I'm on your side. Stuart, Stuart Scott's an idiot. <laughs> Try to build some Twitter friendship with this fellow. The internet's so cruel and it makes people so mad. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's crazier. Uh, how mean and vicious people get or how angry people get when people are mean and vicious. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know which one's crazier. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, the, the Internet's kind of meaningless when it comes to this just anonymous communication. I, I don't know. I think – do you, now I think in the future maybe it will kind of go away. Like people will end up having to be more real on the Internet because it will be harder to be anonymous. I don't know. What do you think, Cornell? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. Personally, whenever 
I, I really like fi- uh, fighting on the internet. If anyone says anything <laughs> yeah, bad about me, I really true. like going after them. Yes. It's, it's a lot of fun. It is. It is totally anonymous. Who cares? Right. No, it, and there is something of just like, it, yeah, it gets you fired up, and then you're you're like typing something real mean back, and then you're waiting to see, like, all right, now what's he going to say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, now I'll tell him this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's gotten really better, fun. though, I feel like. It, people used to say things like, oh, you look like a bag of mutilated cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Where now they would just be like, Wait. oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. I love how you had that specific. <laughs> Logan, now who said that to you? It's okay, Logan. Tell Actually, us who Cornell said that. said that at some point when we were trying to think, when we were playing uh, Adli- Mad Libs. <laughs> A bag of mutilated cocks? You said mutilated cocks. Oh, wow. So I was just trying to think of an insult that I would have heard on the internet. But yeah, people used to talk like that. I, I think that's why MySpace went down because people were just being trashy on there. A lot of that's trash talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now people, I, you know what you do. I don't know. Like, you, you, I don't, you, it was just, it was just so great. It was just such a specific example. Yeah. People that say things been what like, I said second by the, by the way. It and now they like, just, some people say they suck, and they used to say, blah, blah. right, right, you're, yeah. But instead, you're like, some people call me a bag of mutilated cocks, <laughs> and even worse, they say I suck. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just saying nowadays people watch their language and shit a little more. And They're still ruthless, though, man. Yeah, I think maybe it's getting slightly less and less anonymous. It used cause... to be really racist. Like, everyone would say racist things. And... Yeah, kind of oh, yeah. miss the good old days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Logan, you're from Texas. You know what I'm saying. No. Um, <laughs> good times there. Good times. Yeah, it, it's bizarre. But, um... What is a what is kind of like the meanest thing anyone's ever said to you on the internet, Cornell? Do you remember? Um, just the one I remember off the top of my head was this guy commented on one of my early videos of me doing stand up and said, um, "He said uh, uh, if this guy ever makes it in comedy, I'm going to carve my own eyes out with a rusty spoon." <laughs> it yeah, is. Right? It is funny when people insult your comedy and then it's just really not a good joke at all. It's, it's yeah. bad comedy. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like that funny or that unfunny. It was just like, man, I was that unfunny to you. You take it that seriously? Actively unfunny. Yeah, I remember I posted – I've had a few things. Well, one was I auditioned uh, I auditioned for this um, hosting thing for MMA. And they told me, they're like, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal if you don't know MMA stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, well, first off, I signed the release saying like, yeah, if we end up using this um, or some of this footage – you get like uh, 50 bucks or something. I was like, all right, fine. And then I come in there and they're just like, okay, talk about MMA. And I I didn't really know much about MMA, so I was like mispronouncing stuff and probably not giving the right analysis. But right. I was like, oh, okay, it's just kind of like an audition tape and whatever. Whatever kind of works here, they can cut it up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I get the check in the mail and, and I never heard from them. Right. <laughs> I never heard from them. So I was like, oh, okay, they went with someone else. Whatever, not a big deal. I don't know that much about MMA. It's probably right. good that it's not out there. <laughs> right. And then and then I get a check in the mail. I'm like, oh, shit, that means they must have used it because they wouldn't have given me the check. And then I go on. <laughs> I've never been a part of such something so vicious. Like ever, it was me and two other guys, and they were all getting made fun of. And <laughs> I do remember one. It was it was insulting, and it was kind of a compliment. Like you go, everyone here sucks. They're all pieces of crap. But gun to my head, I guess I would take guy number two. <laughs> and I go, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate the positive feedback. <laughs> He's like, you're a huge pile of shit with really nice, pretty eyes. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, you know, so can't win them all. But this guy seemed to enjoy the stuff. A gun to his head. He likes you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I assume that's what the MMA fans enjoy, having a gun to their head. That kind of They're, they're adrenaline junkies. They know what it's like. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, speaking of heads, this uh, I I uh, I just totally forgot about this. So I was I was uh, walking my dog um, a few days back, and I was walking him past a garage sale. Garage sales huge in uh, L.A. Yeah, yeah, every weekend. Yeah, at warm weather, and they just lay out random stuff. Especially in our neighborhood, like people are just always reselling their clothes or just like random total crap. Right. And <laughs> sometimes they sell beers and stuff or like sangria. I went to a garage sale that had sangria. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, I'll have some sangria. Yeah. It's like 11 a.m. Just like, mm, all right, whatever. It's a party. I'm not going to be rude. I walk by this place. I have to drink now, right? That's right. how it works. I was walking my dog and then all of a sudden he freaks out. He goes, ee, 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 
And then, like, start, starts running, trying to run away, even though he's on the leash. And I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? And I was like, something spooked the dog. And I walked back to the garage sale, and I couldn't figure it out. What ha- I couldn't figure it out at first. What happened was, have you guys ever seen those, um, those like, uh, for cosmetology school? Like, uh, they'll have a fake head with a hair on it. With like like a wig on it, yeah. glued onto it, yeah. that you like practice giving haircuts. Him. Yeah, and she, this lady had all these lined up, and I guess the dog made eye contact with one of the heads and got really scared. Like <laughs> oh. he thought it was just like a headless head sitting around. Oh, so, wow. and then it was a weird thing because the lady was like, "Yeah, these were um, from my daughter when she was in uh, beauty school. I was just going to throw them out, but yeah, they're fun to play with." And like was trying to sell me on the idea. <laughs> that's Listen, lady, I'm not going to just carry all these heads home. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's a weird chew toy to give to my dog. Like, one, you can comb his hair in the morning. I'm not going to just let this dog chew on random heads and hair. I, I, I don't know. The dog is not a genius by any means. I feel like that's a bad thing to teach him, just right. chew on people's faces. Right. And she's like, ooh, hey, that dog spooked. I think I can make a sale here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was, oh, he seemed to really connect to these faces. Oh, yeah, when he like whimpered and cried and ran away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're cold-blooded, man. It's <laughs> cold-blooded. All right. Speaking of dogs. To bite it. And, uh. Yeah, this is a uh, perfect timing, man. These uh, topics just lining up left and right. <laughs> oh yeah, Logan, you're a big fan of McDonald's, right? So, oh yeah. Here's a little here's a little McDonald's news for you coming at you. McDonald's rethinking a marketing strategy that came back to bite it. The fast food. See, that's a, that's kind of a clue in that it might involve a dog. <laughs> Giant has pulled a radio ad that said eating a chicken McBite was less risky than petting a stray pit bull. That outraged pit bull owners and their supporters. Mickey D's is now apologizing, what? saying the ad was insensitive in its mention of pit bulls, but that might be too little too late. Rescue groups are still on the attack. One member posted this illustration showing a box of chicken McNuggets and a pit bull puppy lying on its back with the caption which reads, which is safer, eating this? Petting this. Uh-huh. Well, pit bull supporters are also calling on McDonald's to make a donation to rescue groups and to feature the dog in one of its ads. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut when, up. When did McDonald's get in the business of being on the animal side? Right, right. <laughs> you, uh, all right, we're going to take, uh, yeah, basically our entire business is uh, based on slaughtering animals, and we're going to give back to the animals that we don't slaughter, that slaughter other animals. That's it's a pit bull. I really mean, got hit hard in this very neighborhood, though, with that ad. <laughs> oh, pit God. everywhere. There's pit bulls everywhere. And, and McDonald's everywhere. Yeah, they're right. It's one of these things. Yes, not all pit bulls are bad, but they are a more aggressive dog. And McDonald's even said a stray pit bull. Right. Yeah. And pit bulls don't have feelings. They have, they have giant, strong <laughs> jaws and teeth. And, yeah, even if... You treat them really well, they can grow crazy. And especially stray ones, they're aggressive animals. That's in their genetics. They're bred to be aggressive. Right. And regardless, if it's you, you have less chance of getting bit by a McNugget than by any dog. <laughs> yes, ever. exactly. I would love to see McDonald's go bankrupt from this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> McDonald's just closed down. Sorry, we fucked with, we screwed with the pit bull owners and... Man. Some advocate groups say that's not enough. I'm a dog owner, and my I don't. You made fun of my doggy. Yeah. You got a pit bull, baby. The real pit bull owners <laughs> don't care. They're too busy tagging up McDonald's and training their dogs to kill other dogs. <laughs> yeah, they're pit bulls. They're kind of aggressive dogs. It's not uh, crazy to think that a stray one might bite you. This is really ironic from my point of view because I ma- regularly make the trek over to McDonald's on foot and I'm <laughs> barked at by all these guard dogs that are all pit bulls. Right. They terrify me. And I think Cornell was hitting on the point of the chicken bites are now they're inanimate objects. They're pieces of food. So <laughs> the chance that they bite you are zero out of zero. Yeah. So, yeah, you could say it like Logan has a better chance of biting me than the chicken bites, all right? That's true. It's uh, already happened. Mike Tyson has bit more things than the chicken bites Definitely. will ever bite. My dog, <laughs> not a biter, but still better odds than the chicken bites. Right, right. I mean... <laughs> We're just tired of the, the stereotypes that pit bulls are uh, naturally aggressive dogs, and every time I'm at the dog park, it... it, it 
never fails. A hot chick with an unneutered pit bull comes in. <laughs> the dog just like clamps down on some other dog's neck and like tackles it. He doesn't do this. She's like hitting him with the thing. The dog is like clearly could overpower the woman. Like, just the dog is just basically biding this time until he murders the woman. Right. Dogs have killed people, and they pit bulls like to kill other dogs. Yeah, they look like sharks with legs. Sure, some are nice. Some are nice. But there's a small percentage, a much higher percentage than average dogs and like a mutt or a poodle or whatever. Right. They have a higher percentage of being aggressive. It's a goddamn commercial for a chicken bite. (laughs) (laughs) If I was McDonald's, God, why would not – why do these people not stand up to these advocacy groups? I don't care. I know. McDonald's should be the one person that can just tell people to fuck off. McDonald's, you're fine. (laughs) You know what they do? I feel like they're like the president. They have – there's a billion shops all over America owned by different people. Some of them probably dog owners. If I went into McDonald's and said this food tastes like crap, I'm taking my business elsewhere. Does McDonald's change anything? No, they don't care. (laughs) They would say – I mean I remember I called (laughs) – one time, I uh, <laughs> went to McDonald's, and it was late at night, got some fries. You know, that's the thing. I, I'm not I, – I don't complain much about my food. I'm not like, uh, oh, you did this wrong. Did, whatever. If they, if they mess up, yeah, you complain. The one thing that gets me is occasionally you get the cold fries right. from Terrible. McDonald's, and they're so much better hot. So I got home, and then I got really angry. I looked up the McDonald's phone number, left multiple voicemails, called and followed <laughs> up, talked to the manager, and Whoa. what did I get? Barely an apology. Barely an apology wow. from that McDonald's owner. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Go fuck yourself. That's our new policy. Right. We're loving it. You know why? Because someone else, some other idiot is going to come in. People right. are just being born so that they can eat more McDonald's. That's a part of the society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, just fat people just – I was walking by McDonald's and there was McDonald's rappers all in this guy's car who was getting McDonald's. Those guys don't care. They're going to be fine. These people that s- s- rescue pit bulls and do all this other stuff, they're not eating at McDonald's. They're not, get, they're not getting salad shakers. They probably are. They probably still are. Uh, I think what McDonald's should do though is they should – they should have a commercial with a pitbull where the pitbull is just like ripping Ronald McDonald's face off. Yeah. <laughs> like tearing him to shreds. <laughs> We're totally sorry. You're right. These dogs don't bite. <laughs> just show like him Ronald McDonald going out to pet it. <laughs> that would be great. Get a guy to dress up like Ronald McDonald and then uh, you know that move that they like they show police dogs being trained, just have him run and then yeah. have him tackle <laughs> He's ripping out all the arm stuff. In. We apologize. Uh, These dogs were cool. <laughs> oh my god, it's insane. That is insane. I think they're just trying to get money. Yeah, well, that's what they said. Oh, they, we think you should uh, you should support our advocacy group. That's a, that's the problem of any of these people that just claim their outrage, right? And then immediately it's like, okay, it, it's it, with with every. Whether it's whatever kind of like politically correct group, it's the same thing. Immediately outraged, this is an atrocity, blah, blah, blah. Now you become a spokesperson for us or you donate money to us. Let's work. They just kind of (laughs) co-opt whatever you did and then force you to be like, oh, you're really sorry? Well, then give us money. It's it's this weird form of blackmail that these politically correct – uh, or like super politically correct, or or just people that are so sensitive and claiming to be outraged over it's, everything. It's because we also, have no personal responsibility. We don't have to have any. So yeah. you, you can't. You can be outraged at whatever you want, and no one can say. If you're That's part ridiculous. of a group, yeah, the yes, it's a weird names. dynamic to be outraged over people's. Um, generated outrage and it's like oh wait he's not entitled to being outraged yes he's entitled to being outraged over serious things like uh the school in uh, los angeles that miramonte where they were like tying up these kids and doing all these horrific uh you know uh, pedophilia things to them and they shut down the school that's a thing to be outraged about right. that's you know that makes sense that's outrage all right that's what you use the word outrage for, for outrageous things. Right. Not saying a dog bites people right. <laughs> and you hurt the dog's feelings. And if it wasn't McDonald's, like if like Leeds Mattress Store, they could make a commercial of like eating a pit bull's dick, you know? Yes. What was the deal? Just By like way, eating a pit bull's dick and they wouldn't have said it. That's funny too that they're pit bull, quote, advocates. It's like pit bulls don't know 
any all of this. All right, is going I get on. it. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, sec- sexual sexual orientation, uh, gender, ethnicity. Th- that's fine. I understand. That's a protected class. But pit bulls, they're dogs. Man. Right. They're not human beings. So. Right. They're not aware of this at all. They're not offended. They would eat chicken bites. I'm sure you could throw chicken bites at them, and they would eat it. They would eat anything. Why not put this energy into training the pit bulls, not fighting McDonald's? <laughs> yes, exactly. The fighting that you should be worried about is the fighting the pit bulls do when they see other pit bulls and try to break their necks or kill them. Right. They're vicious animals. <laughs> and they bite stuff. It's a dog. I mean, any dog. You okay. You can use that for any dog. It was any just, animal. Yeah, whatever. Any a Venus flytrap. Guys, <laughs> um, and now supposedly McDonald's is going to have to uh, donate to uh, Gruff the Crime Dog. Because, you know, he takes a bite out of crime, and that's implying that <laughs> McGruff the dog was, would be, you know, uh, Droopy Labs or whatever that McGruff is. I, I, you know, I think that sends uh, – that stereotypes them, all right? Yeah, a lot of police, they look soft next to pit bulls. Yeah. What, police dogs just are more inclined to bite stuff? Okay, even – yeah, it's, sure, it's taking a bite out of crime, but the dog doesn't get that analogy. It's just a dog, and its feelings are hurt. <laughs> Go kill yourselves. All right. <laughs> On some lighthearted fare, guys. Valentine's Day is coming up. Any big uh, Valentine's Day plans, uh, Logan? Actually, no. Not yet. Not yet? We'll see that. Well, here's a – Cornell, any, uh, any Valentine's Day? No, no, no. Yeah, just yeah. close yeah, You're right to skip over me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Logan, if uh, – you know, you're from the South, and um, I don't know if you got a gal. Maybe you take her, take her back home in the South for uh, Some square dancing for Valentine's Day. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a new uh, Valentine's Day option, Logan. The right atmosphere is crucial for a Valentine's Day dinner, and Waffle House knows that too. A few of their restaurants are getting ready to change from a traditional diner to a romantic date spot. Whereas this will have tablecloths, it'll have. Uh, alcohol-free champagne. Ooh, the lighting is. will be dimmer. It'll be cloth napkins instead of paper. <laughs> so it's going to be the atmosphere of a more five-star sit-down uh, and less fast-production Waffle House. The idea <laughs> started awesome. five All years ago in an Atlanta Waffle yeah. House, yeah. and more people do seem interested. The interview. One student said that it will be a fun experience that fits into his tight budget. Well, the girl that I'm taking uh, doesn't know that we're going to Waffle House yet. She just knows that she needs to dress up pretty uh, fancy. Uh, but yeah, I expect to see a pretty good amount of uh patrons the idea (laughs) (laughs) that that kid that kid does not know how to get laid (laughs) waffle house is somewhere you take when the the romance is gone and you just want an omelet right yeah it was a two-star restaurant just because the lights were too bright (laughs) what the hell (laughs) okay instead of the paper napkins that's gonna be a a five-star sit down (laughs) still plastic silver our valentine's day honey I get three words for you. Dim Waffle House. All right, we're going to a dim waffle house. <laughs> it doesn't even say romantic. He just says dim. Like, yeah, exactly. Everything about a Waffle House seems dim. The employees, the conversation. <laughs> it's not even that good of like I, – I've been to Waffle Houses. You're much better off just going to whatever, you know, Country diner. Joe's yeah. diner. Like a, a diner chain is always not as good as just a regular diner. Right. I mean, and the only way that would be fun is if you got real drunk. Yes. Off alcohol for each champagne. Well, yeah, you don't want to get out of control. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you – I mean, the only time I've been to a Waffle House is when I've been, like, blackout drunk because it's like, all right, you're really hammered. You're going to eat waffles at 2 a.m., blah, blah, blah. You're either really hungover or you're really wasted when you're in a Waffle House. Right, This is not like where you have a sober, serious conversation about where your relationship's going. (laughs) Or you're a trucker who's about to propose. There you go. You got to you got to you got to you got to stop off anyway to use the restroom and uh, the whore you you're accustomed to is right next to the waffle house. Yeah, your old ladies, your old lady's sleeping in the cabin. Get, wake her up with a stick. Come on in. We're we're having a romantic dinner. And now I wonder like I got a surprise for you. We're at Waffle House. Take a shower in the bathroom, baby. We're having a nice dinner. <laughs> Coin up shower. Here you go. Here's thir- $3 and quarters. And now, what's the move there? You know, like at a nice restaurant, they come over with like the big, uh, the big thing of pepper, and they they like crack it over. What do they do at the Waffle House? Just get like a, a Heinz bottle of ketchup and just shake it over the hash browns vigorously, and just like the, uh, I'm the guy who's gonna pound out your ketchup. <laughs> It's just this gruff-looking guy, but he just has a towel over his arm. <laughs> yeah, just with syrup all over him. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Oh, man. Wow. The time has flown by. Logan, you want to uh, wrap things up with a haiku here? Ooh, let's do it. All right. MMA hosting. Pitbull advocates. Really? <laughs> Lifeguards, not sheriffs. Majestic, Logan. Beautiful. All wow. right. I want to thank our guest, Cornell Reed. Cornell, thanks for coming in. Where can people get more Cornell? Uh, thanks for having me. First off, uh, Comedy Garage. You <laughs> yep. can get us there. Uh, competition, the web series, uh, Twitter, at Corneasy, and this summer in Humboldt for the uh, Savage. Oh, yeah, Savage Henry Magazine. You can read me on that if you live in Humboldt. Yeah, and uh, they, have a, they have a website, right? Yeah, yeah. And so what are the, what's the dates for the festival? August 16th through the 18th, I'm pretty sure. All right, mark your calendars. It's going to be a blast. By the way, also check Cornell and Paul out on uh, Movie Thursdays. Is that what it's called? Oh, we have a, we live tweet a movie on Netflix Instant. Yeah, and Logan, I just want to say that was some of your finest work. Oh, Logan was on Twitter? Oh. No, no. It is haiku. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say the plug. I was going to say, all right. The plug as well. Was yeah, that was, yeah, that was good work, Logan. A lot of initiative in this podcast. Yeah, you're on top it. of your game. And I'll be uh, – the uh, day this podcast is coming out, which is Friday today, I'll be at uh, Flappers in the main stage doing Setless Show, 730. Come check that out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Green Room. We do it live here every week on ShantiGreen.com. Still on Mike Logan. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Check out Sean Green's comedy scene, The Whiskey Dick, now available on iTunes. Follow the show on Twitter at Green Room Show and check out the comedy garage at movie.com. What he's seen her walk by in them tight jeans, and he looked at her like that's my queen. Cause he thought that he could more. Cornell, you want to give me a little, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here with Logan. We're gonna go crazy, and we're gonna go again like we weren't lazy. We're gonna keep on rapping every day, see, until I can't stop rhyming any more things. But I'll keep on <laughs> trying to rap because I'm going to take a crap. Right